who here feels like they are doing everything at the same time, all of the time in their business, and they're basically wearing all of the different hats. If you're anything like I used to be, you are probably feeling like you are the customer service expert, you're the camera guy, you are the sound expert, you're the copywriting guru, and you're everything at once in your business. And that can feel really, really overwhelming. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy Show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. I know for me, this happens through every season and every phase of my business. I go through new hats I'm wearing and the biggest thing I need to do is not actually put on new hats and teach myself new things. But what I actually need to do is learn how to stop doing certain things and get better at my actual zone of genius. For me, that means speaking, what I'm doing right now, writing and strategy. Yet I see myself sliding into different roles all of the time. And this usually has to do with a lack of delegating or a lack of processes. Those two kind of go hand in hand. But there's also a third one uh, that I've been noticing creep back into the things I've been doing that I used to be really good at, namely automating to save time. So the way you can start saving time in your business could be by delegating, but when you are delegating, you also have to invest time in that. And that's usually not the first step you take if you want to start saving time as a solopreneur, for example. So I thought we're heading into the summer vacation. You want your business to take up less space in your brain and on your laptop. You want to take some time off with your family and friends. Why not look at how you can automate some tasks in your business without having to spend money on people to do it for you, but actually just use some things like software that is going to make your life easier. And that is exactly what we are going to do. So I'm going to look at seven tasks that you can automate to save time as an entrepreneur. Because I like going fast. My name is Fast Forward Amy after all. And we shouldn't be slowed down by repetitiveness in our business. And if we really look at our calendar, we're going to see that a lot of the things we do are the same things over and over again. So we might as well automate them. So for example, I used to subtitle my stories manually, but now, whenever I have a longer story, a video, I run it in CapCut, I subtitle my stories, I adjust the words. And for me, that's much faster than it is to actually do it all manually in Instagram stories. Now, this is not one of the examples I want to give you, but this could be something that you need. Maybe you want to start automating more uh, copywriting and text generating. You could use AI for that, but that's actually not the direction I wanted to be headed in uh, in this episode. No, we're going to look at really basic things like planning in uh, intake calls with customers. What about when you're out of office this summer? So that's what we're going to be doing right now. The first thing you can start automating to save time as an entrepreneur is actually the planning in of interviews, intake calls, and whatnot. So I used to have a lot of people uh, emailing me about interviews for the newspaper, for other people's podcasts. And I thought, you know what? There's always a lot of back and forth in this process. And I could tell a VA to take this upon them and start doing that. Or I could just make sure that there's an automated system that takes care of this. So what I did is I set up a system. Uh, you can use Calendly or Acuity or something for that. 
Personally, I use Acuity. So I set up an Acuity. I chose a one fixed time block in my week, for example, Tuesday afternoons. I just set up a repeat in my calendar and in my Acuity. I created these time blocks. And from now on, when people wanted to book in an appointment with me, they just use the calendar. Now, a lot of people think, oh, Amy, I am a coach. I have a lot of calls with clients. I just, you know, it doesn't take me that much time to respond to someone, to just send them a link or whatever. But that's probably because you feel like you have to invest some time into creating the system first. But whereas now you are DMing and emailing back and forth all the time, when you put some time into creating this process or the system once, it's going to save you a ton of time afterwards. So if you've haven't gotten to the point where you created a digital calendar with digital bookings of calls up until this point, now is the time. And remember that you don't just need this as a service-based entrepreneur. It could also be that you really use this as a personal brand or even somewhat with services. Let's say you have a lot of calls with uh, suppliers. Maybe you can create a calendar for those things. You can have people booking calls. What I do, for example, is instead of calling my team all day long, I just have one link that they know that they can go to between 5 and 6 p.m. Those are my digital office hours and they can just plop into the Zoom room. And that's actually also a way of automating things. They just know I am there. So that's also a way that I've kind of automated my appointments. So number one way to automate and save time is by having a digital call planner and you just set it up once. And after that, it takes care of you and it just plans everything in, in your calendar, including with links. And the great way to do this obviously is with sales calls. That's the number one thing you should start doing. The second thing you can start doing to save time uh, and that you can automate is actually your content. So you might think that you have to be on your phone all the time and you might be really craving some time off this summer. And this is gonna be the time where you're gonna have to dedicate yourself to actually planning your content. You are not really living a freedom-based life if you have to be on your phone all the time and you have to post everything manually. Because what a lot of entrepreneurs think is, oh, but I like doing it, it keeps me motivated and all of that stuff. And that might be true, but what about when you're not motivated? What about when you're sick? What about when your plane has a delay? What about when you don't have Wi-Fi? Then you won't be getting to the point that you post and before you know it, you lost a day and then you lost a week. And before you know it, you went bankrupt. No, that's kind of an exaggeration, but a lot of people think summer is this time where you just basically fuck off <laughs> and you do nothing. But you can actually make sure that your business is still running really, really smoothly. Because it might be that you want to take some time off. But what are we talking about here? Taking two weeks off out of the two months of the really big summer vacation? This also means your customers are also not gone two months out of this entire time frame. Yet this is the time during the year where a lot of people stop marketing, stop doing anything. And I get it if you don't want to be online all the time, but that doesn't mean that you can't automate it. So even if you, you find yourself a content planner that can post some videos or even stories for you or feed posts, and you make sure that you, you know, maybe you repeat some content from last year, you plan that in, at least you're staying top of mind for the people who are spending time, for example, on social media. So make sure you finally set up a content planner, um, add the app to your phone as well, and start planning in your content instead of thinking that you have to post everything manually. And from now on, you can turn content into a weekly or a monthly task to plan it all in instead of uh, multiple times a day task. Third up, Email sequence. So uh, you might feel guilty about the fact that you're not always emailing your audience. And the good news is you actually don't really have to. You could also 
automate either some broadcasts during summer that you're going to be sending out. Let's say every couple of weeks you're sending out a broadcast. Um, and, you know, the way I used to do things is I used to have people enroll in a digital course of mine or a program and then I would email them manually like five days after they started. I would email them like, hey, how is it going? But you could also automate this. You can make sure that once someone enrolls in a course for a certain time, we call these the nudge emails, you just send them an email every couple of days or every couple of weeks to check in with them. So you can make sure that your clients still know you're there, even though you're not doing things manually. So a good email service provider is not only going to let you plan in stuff, obviously, I mean, we plan in every, do you think we're sending out manual emails every Tuesday morning for the podcast? Of course not, we plan that in. But that's still fairly obvious, it's like planning in content. But email sequences can be really, really powerful. What you could do with an email sequence is you could say, hey, the moment someone uh, enters my email list, they get a welcome sequence. And maybe over the course of a month, you welcome someone into your brand. And then maybe once someone has finished the welcome se sequence, you send them into a new sequence and you pitch them something. And this is these are things that you can automate and you don't have to do any live selling or social media selling. You can take time off while you are running these email sequences. A great example of something that we did last year is the moment someone clicked on a link of a sales page, we put them in an automated sequence that asked them, hey, we see that you're interested. Are you interested in a sales call? So this is where it gets fun and when you're automating because People click on something and when they click, they get a tag. And because of the tag, they get added to an automated sequence where we ask them, would you like to book in a sales call? And booking in the sales call is also automated because we already talked about that. So all of that goes automated. And then the sales call obviously is with a real life human being with me or someone from my team. And the fun part there is that um, a lot of people think, oh, I want to make passive income. I want to have passive revenue and I need to run everything in a passive way in my business. But the good thing is you don't have to run everything in a passive way. You can still do the sales calls, but that doesn't mean that you have to be promoting the sales calls. Or you could say, I'm promoting an evergreen webinar. You're not hosting the webinar all the time, but you are live promoting the webinar. Even turning some parts of your business into a passive way of doing things is going to save you time and get you more results. Another thing that we want to automate to save time and actually get more results, obviously, is actually our lead generation. So maybe currently you're doing everything yourself um, and you're putting a lot of time into Reels. Maybe now is the time to actually also run ads on Reels or maybe you're spending a lot of time on TikTok. What about instead of posting more, you spend not more time on creating more content, but you spend some money on actually running ads. This could save you time and get you more views and actually always reinventing the wheel. And another thing that you can do to save yourself a lot of time is actually your invoicing. This is one of the very first things I did back in the day. I know that I was very wary of it. I was like, I can make my invoices myself. I do it in Excel and only takes me 10 minutes per invoice. And there was this system that I had to pay between 10 to $20 for. And I was like, Am I really going to pay $20 for a system? Until the point that I really compared the cost of the system to my time. And I thought, well, I am spending a couple of hours a month on creating these invoices and then uh, exporting the attachments and then adding it to a file or inserting it into an envelope. And then I have to follow up and la la la. And then I thought, is that worth 20 euros to me if I can now do all of my invoices for an entire month and follow up with people if they haven't paid me in an automated way in 15 minutes. Yes, saving multiple hours of time is definitely worth investing $20 into an automated system because 
it is not that much work to do it in an Excel file, especially if you've automated it. But it is even easier if you have one customer, you insert their details once, and from then on, the system is just keeping track of everything and it can also send reminders about payments. Not only are you saving time, you're probably also just getting paid faster. Another part of your lead generation that you can actually automate is your welcome messages or your DMs in Instagram. So for example, I have been promoting something, a new lead generation event like a summit, and I've automated it through many chats. Uh, by the way, it hasn't gone without glitches. We've been trying to automate this. Uh, and what happens if, is when someone comments summit on a post of mine, they'll get an automated message in their DMs that is sending them the link. You could also say, hey, when someone new starts to follow me, send them this welcome DM. We don't wanna be spammy. We don't wanna be annoying. But I was doing all of this manually saying, hello, welcome to the fast forward drive, blah, blah, blah. Now we have automated it. So this is saving me time and money once the system is set up. And this is a thing with software, it's never, or it's rarely gonna go off without a glitch. And no piece of software is gonna do everything exactly as you want it. But sometimes you just kind of have to trade in the 10% of perfection that you want versus it's getting done consistently. So sometimes you just have to realize, oh, but I like posting it manually because then I know that the cover and everything is perfect and the quality is a bit higher and la 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 versus what if you were just able to post more consistently if you plan it in? Weird example, but you kind of get my gist. Um, sometimes we just need to let go of doing everything because we think we're doing it very well, but we're actually often dropping the ball and we wanna stop dropping the ball and then we can start increasing the quality of what we do. So uh, a system like a mini chat or something that is approved by Instagram, that's important uh, to send people a welcome message when they start following you could be a really great example to uh, automate and save time as an entrepreneur. And then last but not least, this is one that's very, very obvious, but maybe you're afraid of it because you don't want to set boundaries or you don't want people to think you're lazy or you don't want to miss sales, but set up an out of office. Tell people you've taken a break, tell people you're not responsive in your email inbox currently uh, and just let them know like, hello, I am out of office. You are allowed to do this. By the way, I do this all of the time. I actually barely use email. So what I do is I just have this automated responder set up. It's annoying as fuck. People hate it. Uh, but I also just don't want people to email me. <laughs> and it just says like, hey, I only reply to my emails once a week. If you need me urgently, please give me a call. If you have finance questions, direct them to my finance department. If you have questions about uh, other things, go here, la la la. And it just makes it so that um, people know where they need to go for my customer service. There's also an automated responder like, hey, you can expect a response within X amount of hours. If you have um, trouble logging in, try this link. Just like already preventing the things people are probably going to be emailing you about. So you can already make sure that you help people faster and you also establish your boundaries. So an out of office, for example, in your Gmail could be just the thing you need um, so people know what your response time is and you don't get and an email and a WhatsApp and the phone call um, because you just show people that they kind of need to wait for you. So these were a couple of ways that you can start automating stuff in your business. I know you might not be a techie. I'm not necessarily a techie, but there is this, this small period in your business where you just kind of like have to break through this stuff. You could also hire a VA to do some of these things for you, but sometimes it's not that bad to just go through a couple of these systems to get how it works. And then afterwards you can outsource it to someone to adjust to adjust things, to set new things up, but it's not that bad. And you're gonna feel how fun it is to really uh, speed up things and to take faster action. 
fast forwards action um, and you're really going to enjoy the results of the work you put into this so automating your call setting up a digital calendar setting up the out of office, using a great content planner, setting up one automated sequence will take you a bit longer, but all of these things really are going to get you more results and save you time. So I think there is no reason not to do it. If you've automated a lot already and currently you are in that phase where you're like, okay, I've automated what I can, but now I need humans to help me and you are getting ready to outsource and delegate. I know that that is a very, very scary time. You might not know where to start or you might have already been doing it and have had a couple of bad experiences. Uh, that's normal because it's one of the most difficult things there is to delegate with confidence. Now, I've learned a lot over the years. I've also fucked up a ton. I still fuck up every single day. Um, and from those mistakes, I've also learned a couple of things that you really should and shouldn't do. So if you want to learn from me what the five do's and don'ts are, if you want to learn how to delegate with confidence, I want to welcome you to my webinar about delegating with confidence. And you can find that through fastforwardamy.com forward slash team webinar. So if you're looking to build a team uh, and it doesn't have to be a full-time team, just outsourcing to VAs or you're getting started with a collaboration with someone, this is what you need to learn. Delegation is such an important skill, but it is not something we get taught at school, which is why I want to teach you from my mistakes. This is basically how I learn is from mistakes and uh, it's never going to be perfect, but at least we learn as we go. So if you're interested in that, I've linked it up in the description of this podcast, fastforwardamy.com forward slash team webinar. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I wish you a very pleasant summer. By the way, you have a really cool summer school coming up. So stay tuned on my Instagram and on the podcast to see how you can register for that because I'm really excited. We're going to kick off summer with a bang because while everyone thinks Summer is a period to do absolutely nothing. I think summer is an amazing period for high energy, lots of ideas, and to kind of like take more action than other people so you can start the new school year, quote unquote, uh, with a head start, okay? Listen uh, to the next episodes to learn more about the summer school. And uh, yeah, see you next week. Bye. Bye.